Hey, Sherry, are you ready? I'm ready. Hey, Sherry, how you doing? Good, Paul. How are you? I'm doing great. You hear that sound? You know what that is? I do hear that sound, and I think it's the sound of season seven. You are correct. That is the sound of season seven of This Most Unbelievable Life, the podcast. Woohoo! We've made it seven seasons with our excellent listeners at our side. We appreciate all of the support that we get, and we're looking forward to another great season. Yes, indeed. Let's get on with the show. According to this, we're recording. Well, that was a strange start. Well, there's been stranger. What happened to the three, two, one? Okay, let's uh. start over. Let's start over. Without pressing the button. Is that is the one, two, three, or three, two, one? I'm, now I'm thinking about it. I don't even know how I do it. Well, I already did it. We're, three, we're rolling two, now. One. Nope. Oh. We're okay, do- fine. Okay. Fine. Hi, Paul. Fine. Hey, Sherry. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. Great. Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing pretty good. I'm Wonderful. trying to get a comfortable posture to podcast in here. I think I got it for now. Okay. Boy, it's like you've never done this before. I'm antsy. Yeah, it, well, I haven't done it without caffeine. Well, I, I did a couple, but not much. Yeah. You've That's never recorded the 100th episode no, of I a haven't. podcast before. I have not. So there's a lot of new stuff going on, but yeah. Um, I've never recorded the 100th episode of any podcast, not just this one. I've been trying to think of like the c- number of things that I think that I've done on a weekly basis to know that I've done them approximately 100 times. Like, just, I don't know. I'm not, I don't feel like I count myself as someone who is persistent in hobbies and things yeah 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 i i, I th- the same thing is true for me um with i mean with with stuff that is like i'm going to do this and nobody is you know that that's not like part of a job or something like yeah. that um but yeah i think i agree as well yeah i mean it's a uh, 100 100 weeks 100 weeks yeah. of podcasting episode a week through a pandemic. Yeah, there were a couple of times we recorded two and didn't record one. Yeah. That, that happened a few times then. You're right, but it averaged yeah, but it, out. It averaged out. Yeah, it averaged out. It averaged out. out. We've been doing this for 100 weeks. So how long have we been doing this? Well, just look at the podcast episode number and there mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. 100 weeks. So, which also means that we're creeping up on two years. Yeah, that'll be what? 104. Four. 52 times two, 104. 104. So just a couple weeks. Yeah, 104. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Next month, I guess. Yeah. We've done it. <sighs> <sighs> so what do you say? Is this the last one? Uh, I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt too. it, right? It's, well, we, I've been personally feeling episode 100 creeping up for about 20, 25 20 episodes or by now. You know, yeah. it's like, I don't know. We're starting to get up into the 80s. I don't know. We're kind of getting up into the 90s. Um, now we're in triple digits. Yeah, now we're in triple digits. And remember when I when I very first started doing the doing the audio for these, and I would the episode the first one was like episode zero 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 one, and it's like, are we going to have nine thousand and nine hundred ninety nine of these things? And I was <laughs> like, maybe, right? We're already up to that third 
third uh, placeholder. Yeah. You know, we're already up to that third, uh, what do you call that? Place where you put numbers? Yeah. We're already up to the hundreds place. The hundreds place, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you call that place where you put the hundreds? The hundreds, the hundreds place. place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So in eight, how many years would that be until? <laughs> oh, gosh. Episode 1,000. Um, yeah, 100 episodes is pretty cool. Yeah, it really cool. is. Yeah. It's funny, like, I thought it was cool when we got to, like, 10 episodes. Yeah, I did, too. And then we got to, you know, I don't know. All the mile markers along the way have been exciting. They so. have, right? And occasionally we have mile markers from uh, Podbean, mm-hmm. our, our host, our host, right? That send, uh, we got a 3,000 download st- badge a little while ago and we, we had did like a, yep it was like a 1000 download badge and yep. some other stuff they give been, us neat little badges i haven't been paying attention to those kinds of milestones as much as i had previously yeah i haven't either which i think is interesting like i hope you know i hope people are still listening of course <laughs> um if not we're having a lovely conversation <laughs> <laughs> which we say yeah it just happens to be microphones here um but it's um yeah, I don't know. I think I used to fixate on that more um, than I do now. Um, and maybe that somewhat relates to our theme for the day. Ooh, we do have a theme for today. Yeah, and you came up we with do. it. Um, it sort of came up with me. Mm. Uh, I don't want to give the impression. Well, this is what always kind of blocked me with um, initiatives like let's have a podcast or something like that in the past is kind of this idea about how much goes into everything that sort of has to happen in order to do something. Right. And I think I probably thought that because I was told that or (laughs) or trained that way about how much everything you have to do in order to do something well and or at all really in any sort of functional way that's actually worth doing. And um, it – I, I don't want to give people the impression that I said, hmm, we really need to have a good theme or good topic for this episode. Let me get down and brainstorm. I'm going to I'm gonna write <laughs> some stuff out. I'm going to kind of focus my thoughts and, and all this other kind of stuff. And it's like that is not at all how that happened. It's like the th- thoughts go into the brain of no – they just do. Yeah. You know, they just do and what comes in sort of goes in. And, you know, it just sort of popped in. And mm-hmm. I was like, cool, I'm going to write that down. That sounds like a pretty good episode one day. And that was, what, a, a week ago, a couple of days ago, a few yeah. days ago that popped in. I was like, yeah, I might be going with that. What do you think about this one? Um, I mean, even doing that, it's like a, a thought coming in that might be a good topic where we actually tell the other person about it is more rigor than we usually put into. <laughs> you know, more rigor than we usually put into you know the what, what the episode is actually going to go in in the planning so it's like you so oh man you guys do a podcast it's like yeah pretty cool huh but i'm thinking it's like dude just like get a get a couple of mic get a microphone and it's like you can do it with your phone i mean you don't it doesn't take all this right all but- this stuff i mean it, it just takes um it just takes i mean we could have whole episodes based on like what is the nature of the oomph that it mm. takes in order to do it um i've not yet lived the oomph to do 100 episodes of a thing this is the first time yeah you know so i mean what what's the driving force that pushes this i don't even know but i also sort of don't care <laughs> because it's like whatever it is i hope it keeps going um 
I umfing. I hope he keeps it umfing. Umfing. But yeah. yeah, it just sort of came to me. And I was like, all right, yeah, I'm going to set it down. Have, have, have we actually said what it is? We haven't. We're, okay, we're that's being fine. suspenseful. We're that's being fine. suspenseful. Yeah, let's, let's keep... We're being suspenseful, but we know that we will have already titled the episode with this. <laughs> <Yeah>. But <laughs> well, we should just call it 100, keeping the suspense, not yeah. telling you what the title is. Yeah, right. Um, but there was something I wanted to say about what you were saying before we say what it is we're <laughs> saying. <laughs> I think um, the oomph is that. A hundred weeks later, we still like talking to each other. Yeah, that's part of it. Well, that right? has like, to be part of it. I think so. That has so. to be part of it. Um, that must be part of it. Because, I don't know. Like, I I think when we first started this, like, I was like, yeah, right. Like, that sounds like a fun thing to do today. Yeah. Um, and the, the request was, hey, Sherry, you want to do a podcast? <laughs> yeah. And I said yes. And it's like, that literally was, it's like, hey, Sherry, you want to do a podcast? Right? Well, yeah, because the day before we'd had an interesting conversation that was lost in the ether because yeah. we didn't record it. Um, and we did have a theme for the first episode, yeah, uh, which we came back to. Um, but we also didn't really pick that theme. That theme picked us. Yeah, right. Um, so I think the good ones happen that way. And it's interesting to me that sometimes even... Like, we'll have these conversations like, oh, I was thinking we should record about this. And then right before you push the button, we'll be like, so did you really want to talk about that? I don't know. Let's yeah, just see what yeah, happens. Even, I mean, even after we put it, it's like, okay, we're going to talk about this. And then we hit the record button. It's like we never actually get to the actual thing. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't. It's fine. Like, we, we get to talk about that later. Yeah. If we remember what it was. Yeah. It's about the journey, not the destination. The journey. So, you know, 100 episodes in a lot of ways, it's a, it's sort of like a New Year's New Year's Day situation. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about this last time a little bit as well. It's like, oh, it's just another episode. But on the other hand, is it though? Is, is it, it? Is it really just another episode? Because I've been a little antsier about this one than I have been about the others. Yeah, I was not- noticing the that ants in your antsy. pants right before the button was pushed. I don't want to disappoint our beloved listeners mm-hmm. with a crappy podcast episode <laughs> when it's our hundredth one. It's like, well, that was a bust. You know, I could just hear the reviews coming in now. It's like, <laughs> my God. It's like you're you're worried about the season finale. Episode 23 was better than 100. What are you doing? Yeah, Whoa. right. Well, yeah. I know one thing for certain. This will be better audio quality than episode eight. Yeah, episode eight was a train wreck. Mm-hmm. I did that whole app and it was it's like the longest one as well. Is it's it? like an hour and a half, you know, hour 40 or something like oh, that. Oh, well, we're going to, we got to tap that was the that, princi- that was today. the principles of the community. That was the principles of community oh, episode. Oh, right. That's an important one. And it's like, I had the microphone in front of me, everything. This is back when we were recording on using Zoom uh-huh. to record using Yetis. Right. Um, and it's like, I had the microphone input set to like my webcam oh. or something like that. And it's like, oof. Uh, I mean, and I cleaned it up. And yeah. It's still, it's still, still lousy. Not, yeah. Right. It's yeah. like, I cleaned it up and it's still lousy. I cleaned it up as best I could with audacity, you know, and it's still, oh boy, goodness. I mean, it's legible, but it's like, I, I, I one of these days it's like, hey, Jerry, you want to do a, a do-over <laughs> and just kind of do the principles of community one again with proper equipment and replace it? Well, I mean, that's kind of an interesting idea in part because that episode can't be recorded again because i think if we sat down to do that we would discover that our principles of community have evolved i'm wondering if 
episodes 101 through 200, we just take the first 100, keep the same title. <laughs> and just do it again. Just do it again. <laughs> just do it again. So do next it again. week, missing the point. <laughs> next week, missing the point, right? Appropriate, <laughs> right? Appropriate for for the podcast. That would be kind of... Well, it would be like gimmick, the, the stupidest gimmick of all time. Yeah. But on the other hand, it's like, I kind of want to do it, you know, yeah. just to kind of kind of see. see well, we, we can do that, you know, every, maybe once a, one out of every 10 or something like that, we can resurrect an old topic and throw it out there. Because I can guarantee it would be more than just the first episode we would have, or the eighth one, we would have different thoughts on now. You know what would be fun is to take like the top 10 most downloaded episodes and revisit those. Yeah, that would be fun. I can't commit to doing a hundred, <laughs> but what about ten? Because I think like the rates of things episode was big. I I yeah, can see going back one. to that one. That was a big one. Um, missing the point, of course. The first one was big because it was the first one. Yeah, um, um, but that would be fun. Yeah, yeah. I don't look at the analytics that much. Yeah, I used you know, to. Like I, I used to as well, but yeah. it's like I don't, I don't pay attention to the analytics much. You know what's funny? What? We still haven't said what the theme of this. Yeah, I know is. it's hilarious. Um, it's absolutely hilarious. Um, this is the show about nothing. That would be good. Oh, you know, alternatively, we could do like the ten least downloaded episodes, and like, okay, let's give this, another, <laughs> let's give this another, give this another crack. See if we can make this more compelling in some way or not. Yeah. You know, because sometimes you'll see that if you know some of the bigger you know corporate podcasts out there, there'll be like an R behind the episode number. Yeah, they're, they're doing a replay. Yeah. Or re-release of, of an older one. Yeah. They usually don't do that until they're up in the six, seven, eight hundred thousand episode range, though. But I've seen that Stretch before. Stretch goals. Yeah. You know, and I don't... Uh, sometimes you see folks that do the composite where they, like, take snippets from episodes and they repackage them into a thematic thing. And it's like... Clip show. God, that sounds like a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And also, like, those are my least favorite television episodes. Yeah. Like I, whenever my husband and I are watching TV and the show is clearly a clip show, like we both, as soon as we realize it, we're like, oh, a clip show. Why are we watching this? Might as well turn off the TV. Might as well. Might as well. Yeah. But yeah. That's so interesting. So, uh, so yeah, I've never been here before. This is interesting. Yeah. It is interesting. How are we doing? I think we're doing pretty good. Good. I think we're, so what's we, the topic? We are 13 and a half minutes in. We know not yet. <laughs> we have not yet told the topic. Um, do we want to just say it or how obnoxious can I be with this? All in, no expectations. Um, and that sort of arose within me when it came out, uh, sort of as a paradox. It's like, how can you be all in on something and still not have any expectations for how it, Mm -hmm. for like what happens, you know, because we, we do this all the, all the time. Right. So we, we try to live lives and where, where we are all in on what we're doing Mm -hmm. because we we did the work of the first 99 episodes. Yeah. Right? right. Um, and what that's what the podcast has been. It's like, what what's the work we're doing this week is pretty much how it's, what it's, what it's been. You know, it's, yeah. a, it's a roadmap um, more than it is anything. None of these episodes have ever been like the final word on anything. No. They're all like a work in progress, sort of as, as it goes. This is where we are today and this is what we're working on. Um, and so let's talk about it for an hour. Right. And change. Um, how do you be all yet? Here we are at episode 100. So it's like there's this persistence that's gone on through it where we're clearly all in on this because that's the only way to get 100 episodes where you're at least one a week. Right. If you don't like it, yeah, you're not going to do it. If you don't enjoy the conversation, you're not going to do it. If you don't get a kick out of uh, 
being on the internet, you're not going to like it. Right. If you don't like fooling with gear, a little bit of tech every once in a while and, and, and doing that kind of stuff, you're not going to like it. If yeah. I mean, there, there are a million reasons why you wouldn't like it. Yeah, and so it's like we clearly are all in on this in some ways. Not, but that that being said, not that it's work or not that it's hard, right? You know, but it's like, but we we do it though because we think it's important and we enjoy it, and it's important for us. Yeah, and I think we enjoy it, and hopefully somebody else can. You know, it's it's the buffet model. You know, take what you want out of it that's useful to you, and sort of leave the rest, and it's cool, right? You know, but we're all in on on getting getting it out there. Yeah. But we really don't have any expectations for it, which is like why we don't check the analytics. And we're not <laughs> Sometimes we make a post on the social and sometimes we don't. And Yeah, I think I've sort of been playing with that idea of the expectations. Like, well, you know, I used to like really put a lot of pressure on myself to make sure there was something on the socials for every episode. And I haven't done that. Well, I think we, <laughs> we like exhausted ourselves yeah we did it we did it until we didn't yeah we did it until we did so So i think we've almost now taken a two-month social media hiatus i think we have um i think we have and so you know maybe we'll be able to jump back into that whoa whoa slow down we'll see we'll see i said maybe no expectations no expectations yeah um but i did like the way that you phrased like this podcast as being a place where we talk about the work of the week. Yeah. Because I, I do think right. that is, right, right, right. I think that's the most succinct I've heard either one of us describe what this thing is. Because um, sometimes people ask me, well, what's your podcast about? And it's like, well, it's kind of like uh, stuff and things. Stuff and things, and yeah. like whenever, Sometimes nouns, sometimes verbs, sometimes adjectives. <laughs> we say words. Animals, vegetables, One after minerals. another. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... It's it's this weird thing where I can feel like while we're on the podcast, I can feel very articulate and like I can communicate well. But then as soon as somebody asks me about this thing I love, um, like I sound like like a fourth grader who's been asked about her crush. Yeah, oh, right. well, you know, he, you know, um, so but I like that as a way of describing yeah. it. Oh, it's dreamy. It's, oh, dreamy. it's just so dreamy. It's, just, yeah, it's, it's, just so it's dreamy. this fun thing I do that I love. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, the, I guess the, 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 the category of this podcast is about a personal journey. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Um, so since you. What is, what is, what is the journey of, what, what is the journey of doing the work to get free on a weekly basis sort of look like? Yeah. For two academics. Yeah. Who are busy. Right. <laughs> already. Right. <laughs> well. <laughs> who like to do stuff. You know, who like to do stuff. We do a lot of stuff. We talk to a lot of kids. Have a lot we, of work. Yeah. Um, and we're also always working on ourselves and what it means to live a life that's, I don't want to say unbelievable. Worth, worth living? But, yeah, worth You know, living. it is. Yeah. It is, it is a good, that's a, that's when you can be satisfied with. Right. But since you proposed this topic, I've been like ready to ask you. This is what we really do. We ask each other questions. We save them up. Yeah, we do. Um, So the first part, all in. Uh What are the properties of being all in on something? 
And how do you know whether you're all in? Uh, good question. Good question. Um, one thing that I've always, one way that I've always described myself and sort of what I do, it's like, if I, like whatever I do, I, I do it like, I go all the way. It's mm-hmm. like, I do it all the way. It's like, if I'm going to do this, it's like, ooh, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to start my meditation practice. It's like, no, I have to be a teacher. I have to literally have to be a meditation teacher. It's like, um, I like science. I'll get a PhD. You know, it's like, you know, it's like, ooh, I like, I'm going to start cooking more. I'm going to go, you know, apply for placement in La Cordon Bleu or, you know, <laughs> right. whatever. It's like, I, I, I don't, I, I, I've never found it within myself to do something sort of halfway. Right. And part of that does feel a little bit innate to me. Yeah. And I, don't, I don't know, you know, if it's my causes and condition, if I'm wired in a particular way, I don't know. Right. Um, and this is very counter to what my high school transcript looks like. <laughs> it looked like I half-assed a lot of things, right, educationally. But like with, with who I am now, that, I think that was a different poll. It's like who I am now, though. It's like I'm, I'm not going to fool around with something that I'm going to do halfway. And a lot of the a lot of the stuff that you and I both said no to within the last you know four or five years, I think, because um, this does predate you know the the podcast. It's like I'm half-assing this, and it's and, and I'm miserable every time I'm doing it. So why am I even? I'm not going to do it anymore. Yeah, you know, it's like why why have I had this tennis racket in the closet for 15 years? Right. It's like give it you know give it to somebody who can use it. It's like so this um, one of these things like there's some, I think there might be something within me that resonates with the, if you're going to do something, do it. Yeah. Like just like put, put, put what you got into it. And if you're not able or willing to put everything you got into it, say no and let somebody else do it. And, and becoming comfortable with that is not easy. No, it's not. But I think that that's the big difference between high school Paul and current yeah, Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. High school Paul didn't have a lot of autonomy over what he had to do. That's true. Yeah, that's true. You know, right? that's true. You know, it's not like you could have been like, you know what, math, I'm not interested. Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I do think it's so much easier to be all in when you have done a lot of cultivating of what it is that you're doing. Yeah. Um. Because I do think I spent a lot, especially a lot of my professional career, not being all in for anything because I was trying to be everything. Yeah. Um, yeah right. And so I think the more that being all in does require scope. Mm-hmm. You can't be all in for all things. No, you can't. You can't. There's too much stuff. Yeah. I mean, when I first started at our fine institution as a faculty person, it was, you know, I'm going to be the best colleague ever and I'm going to say yes to everything that anybody ever asked me to do because that's what good colleagues do. And it's like, oh, the how far I've fallen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, eh, I teach a couple of classes every once in a while. I have a podcast, I guess. We do some workshops, you know, on the reg. Right. You know, well, that's about it. it. That's about it. Everything else I've <laughs> I think shed like, you know, last week's dry skin. The thing that's really interesting is that you and I have said no so much. Yeah. And the result is that we're saying yes just as often. Yeah. Right. But we're right now. We're able to say yes to the things that you know, we did some calendaring I don't know, was that a week or two ago? Uh, who knows? It was this was week. Was it December? 
No, it was like three days ago. What is it, Thursday? It's Thursday. Okay. Okay. We're all in, but not on (laughs) calendars. I think time is a made-up construct. Yeah, I think it is too. We did some calendaring the other day. I don't need time mix to tell me what to do or when to do it. No. What do they know? Um, And as we were calendaring, we were getting emails from people asking us to do things. Yeah, right. That we right. were like, well, that's good timing because we can. No, we were putting the calendar together for this for the semester. Yes. Now it's coming back. Now to you're me. with me, Lord. Yeah. Welcome back, Paul. Goodness. Yeah. Welcome. This planet. I'm new yeah. to this planet. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> part of it is I think we went all in on being on break. Yeah, we did for a solid month. Yeah. Right. And then well, we, we were just talking about that. It's like we're we're still trying to get the engine started. Yeah, and once we get the momentum, yeah. but um. I think my choices about what will I do this or won't I, I know what I'm all in for, Yeah. you know? And I feel like people have talked about this for, for forever, like figure out your purpose, figure right. out your passion. And I think those words are a little wonky. Um, but figuring out what do I, what can I be all in for? Mm-hmm. Um, joyfully so when i sit with it and i think about it again tomorrow i'm still 100 percent all in yeah right um like 100 episodes not one of these has felt like a should like mm. an ought to mm-hmm. would you say the same yeah i would Paul's say like, the same. no 60 percent of them <laughs> what episode are we on 100 oh, some of them are good but yeah i don't know i can i just feel like i can lean into it and like knowing this is on, I think being all in for something is knowing that it's on your calendar and not seeing it as a burden. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's part of it for me. Yeah. 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 Um, it's, it's full, full confidence and knowing that what that thing is that you're going to do on your calendar or whatever is in the, in the, in the arena of what you are all in on. Mm-hmm. And it, it resonates with that all in, like all in what? Yeah. What are you, what are you all in on? You know, um, it resonates with that. So yeah, that was so interesting. So what, we got like two or three requests to do stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, like as we were putting the calendar together, it's like, oh, we just got an email from blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, we just got an email from blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, we said no to something. We did say no. During to, yeah, that we did. Time yeah, too. it was it was a it was a split decision. We said yes to part of it and no to the other. Yeah. <laughs> no to the other things. Like we will do this part, but we're not the right people for this other one. And I love so the fact that else. like we were both really clear on that. Like I really want to say yes to this. No part of me. No part of me wants to sees myself part. in this. Yeah. Cool. Right. Um, yeah. Again, the buffet model. So we took what <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> took what we wanted and left the rest. It's like no, yeah. no thanks. Um Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, an easier way to to live being all in. Well, it if if you get it wrong, it'll reconcile itself pretty quick. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like if 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 when I when I say get it wrong, you know, I don't also want to give people the impression that people are we're all sort of sitting around thinking what is the right path for me in my life because I mean that's not what I did. Right. No part of what I think a lot of people think the way that this goes is how this actually goes. And so, again, just like with the, not like I was sitting around thinking for titles for a week or anything like that, the all, all in sort of found me mm-hmm. a little. And I think I did a lot of work, and I think you have too, to um, increase the odds of recognizing it when it showed up. Mm-hmm. I think so. You know, and 
when when something comes knocking, right? Are you going to open the door or not? Mm-hmm. And that's when the, the word what ifs come in. It's like, what if you actually gave this a, a little bit of a shot and see what happened? Yeah. What if you said no to this? What, what would it mean if you said no to this thing you had been doing for 10 years? Uh-huh. What would it mean if you declined the position you were offered because you're actually doing this and you're really happy with it? And, oh, boy. I mean, those are decisions that people face every day. Yeah. And, um, I mean, some of it, it's like, hey, the thing you do that you hate, say no to it. It's like, that's not actually that hard to do. <laughs> to do. It's, you know, it's it's the stuff that you, you do that, uh, you don't mind, but, you know, when it's, it's like, you can clear that off as well. Well. You know, I mean, the, the, the middling stuff that is just, you feel like you have to do it and it's really not a big deal. And you're being convenient to somebody else and you're making everybody's life easier, but you don't love it and... Um, it just takes up a little bit of time, you know, I, I might recommend seeing if that might go as well. Right. Well, I mean, I think part of it, sometimes I think the stuff that people hate isn't easy to get rid of. Yeah. Yeah. You know, right. right? Like there are all kinds of reasons a person might still be doing those things they hate. And I mean, you know, I can think of things that are on my regular agenda, not many anymore. Um, but like that I am like, oh, still trudging through and I'm not 100% in. Right. Um, but I know why I'm existing within that. So I, but there are other things that felt that way that I did have to finally move outside of. Um, and I think, I think a lot of times we know, we know we're not all in well before we articulate it. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and so there's a freedom that comes from articulating it. There's a freedom that comes from figuring out the path out. Um, but that takes, all of that takes a lot of courage, especially, especially actually for the things that seem mundane, like, oh, I can just yeah. keep doing this. It's only 10 minutes a week or whatever the yeah, thing is. Right. Um, yeah, but it's interesting all in relates a lot to our 100% Yes. It does. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, and if it's not a yes, it's a no. Yeah. So if you can't be all in, maybe no. Maybe no. Yeah. Maybe no. But the other half of this, I think I'm only just starting to like dip toes in. Yeah, that's a tricky one. Well, it's it's paradoxical. It is. Sort of. It can be be seen as such. Yes. But I think if you can find the space... To hold both, you have found a place of surrender. And not like negative surrender. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, so no expectations. Yeah. What does that mean to you? I have no expectations for your answer. Yeah. <laughs> May there may that be true for the rest of our audience as well. Um, <laughs> the thing that I'm doing gives me such satis- the, the doing of it gives me such satisfaction that it doesn't have to give me anything else than that. Yeah. Um, it is its own a little trite, a little cliche. It's it, it, it's its own reward. Yeah. Just being able to do it is its own reward. Enough that I don't need anything else from it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't, 
I don't have a five-year plan here for this, you know, and like, what do you see yourself in five years? It's like eating in flannel pants over the sink. I don't know. (laughs) That's the most likely thing I could, I can say, you know, but I, you know, eating tater, you know, dipping tater tots into a a, a tub of of sour sour cream, cream, right? Mm -hmm. You know, (laughs) eating cheese, you know, I don't, I don't know. Maybe not. Um, Maybe not eating cheese. Um, But I've always... Anytime expectations come into it, you turn it into work yeah. and and a, a business plan and a, uh, and benchmarks and goals and tasks to achieve those goals and then a, a to do list and it's like uh, you know um, you've you've ruined a good thing yeah. <laughs> yeah. at that point. So it's not just like nope, I'm just going to have zero expectations for anything like that. It's it because it's not about necessarily about making. Part of it is about making this decision that it's actually something that can happen, but the other part of it is just letting it's letting go of mm-hmm. of what it, what what ex, letting go of the feelings that bring expectation with it. Yeah, yeah. It and this is very counter to what we're sort of instructed to do oh, yeah. in a lot of contexts. Even I mean, education as a whole is a very outcomes focused arena right um so expectations for the course right (laughs) yeah right like set expectations meet expectations like um how we manage like how we evaluate our jobs like how we navigate family relationships like expectations are everywhere Mm -hmm. so often and they are (laughs) The basis of pain. They are. And I mean, I expect stuff out of myself. And I'm not saying that I've, I've like successfully abandoned. Yeah. <laughs> you know, expectation entirely. Believe me, I have not. Um, they're gentler, right? Yeah. I, I know when expectations are reasonable and expectations are not reasonable. Right. I do put expectations on myself that are not often, that are not always met with things like drink enough water. Mm-hmm. Eat something green today, yeah, which I did. I did. Um, Does guacamole count? Yeah. Um, so I mean, it, I think we all live with expectations, yeah. conscious or otherwise, that we sort of put on ourselves, and those aren't a bad thing. Feel free to modify those at any time. And yeah. I think a lot of times we put expectations on ourselves that are that feel real, but they're not actually true. This person expects me to do this and do this and this and by this time in this particular way. Um, and there's going to be hell to pay if I don't, if I don't do it. And probably none of that is actually sort of true. Right. Yet it feels deeply, it feels deeply, you know, you feel it deeply yeah. when, when it, or I feel it deeply, I should say. Um, when that kind of stuff comes in, it's like, uh, God, I have to do this thing because you know these I have these expectations on me, and there's that. I mean, and it, it's like it, it's hard to fend that kind of stuff off. Not not many people have a shield big enough to block that sort mm-hmm. of out of themselves. And I don't think it's unhealthy to have some expectations for ourselves. I do expect myself to be kind and compassionate to people, and I do expect myself to not be an a hole, right? You know, to my stu- you know, to my students and colleagues or anyone really. So, and sometimes I don't live up to that as well as I would like to, but most of the time I hope I do. So I'm curious about whether it's useful to keep a distinction between expectation 
and intention. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. That's a they 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 have a similarity, don't they? Right, because like what if you reframe this as not you expect yourself to be kind, say, but you have an intention of living a kind life. Expectation feels sharper. It has that X in it. The yeah. word. And it's like, it feels like a, it's got an edge on it. Yeah. And it, it, that can cut you. Yeah. You know? It's like <laughs> and careful handling it because it, it, it's, it's sharp. Right. And so do we want to point, point sharp objects towards ourselves? No. Yeah. I can say no to that. Um, yeah. I because I do have intentions for things. Mm-hmm. Expectation has an edge. Yeah, and that's why um, I think if I set an expectation that I will always be kind, I'm going to fail. Look at the way that the word is used. I expect dinner to be ready by the time I get home. I mean, how many mothers in the '50s suffered? Yes, brutally, yeah. brutally. With, with that kind of thought. Right. You know? Versus, I'm, I intend to have dinner yeah. ready this afternoon. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Because, we'll see. Like, like, because I think that sometimes that's what happens. If I'm living in the world of expectation, expectation brings with it urgency. It brings with it perfectionism. Yeah. It comes with fear of failure. Yeah. And consequences. Consequences. Absolutely. Um, but intentions are softer and intentions admit the fact that we are perfectly imperfect Yeah, and we're going to miss, we're going to miss sometimes. Yeah. Right. It's cool. It's like this morning, (laughs) right? Like I called you on the way in here because I had the intention to finish a little creative project before I left the the house and I did not meet the mark on that and i was not thinking of this in terms of intention i was definitely thinking yeah. of it in terms of expectation um and it's so funny because it's related to this episode and so i'm working on a creative project that literally has the words no expectations on it yeah and yet i'm holding myself to expectations and calling you to apologize that i haven't met expectations i placed on myself and I responded very harshly. You did. I, very, I said, cool. All right. Were you going to do that today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was that even a thing that we were going to do today? Or, right. Know? Why does this have to be done today? Yeah. It's like you literally texted me about this last night. I don't think it's so much of a rush. Yeah. I can't um, believe you didn't so do maybe this that's what the, the you know, hours. So, um, Ex, you know, so is there room then for something called like a expectation check? It's like, hey, is that an expectation that is that an expectation or an intention that that we're working on here? You know? Yeah. And I what mean, happens if you shift it into yeah, an intention? Yeah, yeah. And release the expectation. Yeah, you get room to breathe at least. You know, because expectations have hard borders on them. They do. You know, I mean, just this morning, what one to three inches of snow was we're expected. expected. Bust. Yep. Nothing. There was a meme going around of somebody like, you know, shoveling my yard this morning. It was a guy like with a snow shovel shoveling like water. It was <laughs> it's like, yeah, it was 40 degrees and it rained. You yeah. Know? So it was like, nope. 
No. Nope. Nothing. It flurried for about five, ten minutes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so did, did all did all that the Capitol Weather Gang have to do is say, we intend one to three inches of snow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or I don't know if that works for weather yeah, so it much. Yeah, it might not but, work yeah. for weather. But they use the word expect, expected there. So it's like, yeah. we expect one to three inches. And, and that, and that you know, is worded in such a way that schools close, and which they did. Mm-hmm. and you know, delayed openings and all this kind of stuff. So the the edge of expectation, Yeah. you know, closed schools today. And I mean, there was, it rained for, you know, an hour or two and then it was done. Well, I mean, even the way that this podcast is being recorded was not, this was not what we expected to happen. Hmm. In part because... I wasn't oh, yeah, even supposed true. to be here yeah, today. Yeah, supposed to be here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and so last time we recorded, we talked about the fact that this week I was going to be on a silent retreat. Yeah. And as our listeners can hear by the fact that I'm running my mouth, I'm not on a silent retreat. Yeah, all of retreat. our listeners right now are saying either Sherry's a big fat liar, right? <laughs> and she's never going on a silent retreat. Wait, what is she doing here? Yeah, she is. Shouldn't you be retreating? Shouldn't you be being, you'd say you're silent. I hear you. You're talking. Yeah. What's going on over there? I expected to be on retreat. And yet, because of the weather. Because of the weather. Things changed. Which did happen that time. Yes, did happen (laughs) earlier this week. What's correct earlier this week. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was an interesting experience because I postponed my trip. My trip, that's not even right. It's not even a it postponement. Was post- yeah, it, well, well, it was postponed for you a couple of times, right? Yes. And then, and then, and, and now it does not look as though uh, before May of this year oh, that Because you were going to do... Afternoon. I'll do a weekend, but it's not the same. Yeah. Oh, no, no, it's not the same. So, um, or I might have to do it in my own, blah, blah, blah. But that's not the same either. No. So what I had expected to happen did not happen. Mm-hmm. Um and so people who I've told have been very nice and very kind and very apologetic um, and been like, oh, you must be so disappointed. Yeah, that's too bad, yeah. And I think there's a time when I really would have been devastated. But this time around, I've just kind of been like, hmm, this is not how I expected to spend the week. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> you sort of get a free one. Yeah. So this is yeah. what I'm doing now. Yeah. 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 Nobody but, had any expectations for you this week, so it's like you sort of, yeah, you could get the week for free, <laughs> it, it's which true. is not the same no. right, as the experience you were going to have. But it's not, yeah. It's, and it's so curious. some of the things that I had sort of hoped to sort of tackle yeah, right. won't be tackled. Um, yeah, but right. I think I can talk to myself gently about that, and it's when like you get really rigid about those expectations. That's when. That's when like discomfort comes. Like, well, that's when discomfort comes. That's when um, uh, destructive behavior can show mm-hmm. up. Um, that's where shooting comes in, and you know we're really expected to go to this person's house for Thanksgiving this year. Yeah, you know it's like, ugh. you know, and that's all. You know, people bend over backwards to satisfy expectations, real or imposed or mm-hmm. imagined. Real yeah. imposed or imagined, and um, not in always the kindest way. Mm-hmm. 
not <laughs> bending over backwards in the kindest, not, not in the kindest way even. Yeah. Um, and it just, eh, yeah, I'd rather not. Yeah. I'd rather not. And what are you getting ostracized from your family if you don't go there for whatever? And a lot of people will say, yes, they will, you know, in fact, ostracize yeah. me. And then I say, well, if that's going to happen, then they've already ostracized you mm-hmm. and, and the, you know, the, the pressure's off. If you're going to be ostracized from your family by not going there for Thanksgiving, you've already been ostracized. Right. Yeah. Well, that got kind of sad and dark. It did. Sorry about that, folks. It was, not my, it was not my intention, right? Yeah, I was going to say, look how Paul is like framing himself around expectations that he be the sunshine man. Yeah. Um, we want to be good stewards of personal responsibility and we we love our families and all that stuff most of the time i think you know we want to help people participate in what they think they need to do when they need to do it but sometimes it's easy to do and sometimes it's really hard to do and well i mean i think part of what is at the sort of heart of what you were sort of darkly i did not intend for it to go that dark it's fine because stuff is dark sometimes yeah, yeah, it it's is. okay Right? You do expect that. But I think part of that darkness comes from the fact that when someone else's expectations for you are louder than your own autonomy. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. like, I mean, that is suffocating, right? And I think that a lot of people live under the pressure of that. So even though it is dark, I think it's important to shine a light on it. Like, it's, yeah, sometimes, like, People are in a really tough spot because other people's expectations are so loud right. that they can't fully take care of themselves. Yeah, because if, if their expectations are loud and if yours are kind of wishy-washy, yep. you're going to get bullied into it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think if you live into this idea of like all in for yourself – and your own needs, no expectations, especially not those that are just prescribed for you. Right. What could happen? Look at it, yeah. You know? But I, I think we live in a world where a lot of times if somebody says that they want to be all in for themselves, um, that bumps up against expectations that other people have for them. It does. Right? And so then we can it get does. in this place where we get called selfish... Um, which is actually something I'm not sure exists. I don't think it does either. Yeah. It's like you're only doing it for yourself. It's like, well, yeah. Yeah. Because if I do it for myself, well, then I can. Yeah, you should try it on, you know. I'll stop being such a troll later. Yeah, you should try it on sometime. See how it fits. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. But it is, I mean, I th- I've been thinking about this a lot because I am spending a lot more time focused on taking care of myself and my own needs. Hmm. And just to say that out loud, it sounds like, wow, what a horribly selfish person. Yeah. But the more I do that, the more generosity and kindness and presence I can give to the people in my life. Yeah, totally. Um, but when I'm totally. not doing that, huh, less, less totally. <laughs> it's been hard out there for less, Team Sherry. <laughs> yeah, less, less totally. Um, I can say the same for myself. And um, I think the more work we do on the inside, the 
better we can show up on the outside. Absolutely. You know, and I don't know if I'm all in with the whole you can only love other people as much as you love yourself because I don't think that's true. And uh, I mean, I don't know if I'll ever know the answer to that, but it's like, I'm not sure if that's true. You know, I, I have doubts about that one. Um, I think I do too. Like, you, I also doubt that. Yeah, I doubt. Yeah, yeah, I doubt. I don't know if that's true. Um, I think I've loved other people hard and loyalty, loyally. Um, and I know I haven't well, if, loved Well, if, if you loved yourself the way that you love other people, would you treat yourself the way that you do? No. Not you specifically, right? But also but, but, me but, specifically. But, but also everyone specifically. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, if you really did love yourself, you wouldn't be talking about yourself this way you wouldn't be you would be a little kinder to yourself some self-compassion which yeah. is hard to do in the best right. i want to do a whole episode on self-compassion one of these days um we do a whole year on self-compassion yeah yeah but, we could yeah. we could um it, if if you love other people if you loved yourself as much as you love other people you would talk to yourself and care for yourself like you care for your for other people and talk to yourself like you do with other people so it's like treat yourself as if you were um, a brand new puppy. Mm-hmm. You know, um, treat yourself as if you were um, this person that you love dearly. And it's like, would you say what the way you say it, talk to yourself? Would you say that to this puppy? Would you say that to this other person? Would you talk to your super awesome friend that way? No, of course you wouldn't. Right. And why are you, you know, yeah. so it's like, I don't think that love others as much as you love yourself stuff is true. Um I think they're notoriously separate from each other. Yeah. And a lot of times in order to cultivate some self-compassion and some self, I don't know what to say, you know, love for self, why not? You you might have to pull back a little bit on some some ways that you're living, expressing yourself um, because it takes time. And it, it takes it takes bandwidth, and it takes serious practice. I yeah. mean, that, that's the thing. Yeah, it's, it's like it's, it's and when it's like we're talking about like literally like hours on the clock. Right? How many hours are there in the day? It it takes time and practice. Right? It's a it's its own practice that is going to require practice to practice. <laughs> yes. To, well, it takes practice to practice that practice. It it does because I mean one of the things I know about myself is like the number of times that I have gotten up and gone through a day without calling a single other human a moron. Like, I hardly ever call humans morons. Um, So I'm well-practiced in not calling other people a moron. So I can can get through a day. No problem with that. Right. The number of days that I have gotten through without calling myself a moron, however, it's, it's not so good, right? And so I'm just like... I meet so many people in the day and I can watch them do any kind of thing and I can refrain from calling them a moron. But like, if I drop my keys, I'm like all over moron. myself. Dummy, moron. Dummy, what's wrong with you? Um, Dork. And so I just, I spend so much time practicing. What's the opposite of compassion? Self. Self-flagellation. Maybe. Self-flagellation. Self-ridicule. Self-taunting. Yeah, I'm well practiced. So Self, I do think critical self criticism. Like, yeah. If you want to really change something that's so deeply wired in, it's going to take deep intentional practice. You know, and you know, part of me is is like 
how do we start, how did we get into that in the first place? How did we start treating ourselves so badly in the first place? You know, is a, is a fleeting thought that I have. And it's like, I don't care. You know, it's like, that's not my work. It's like, you're, you're, you're in it where you are. Let's work toward this thing. And if we want to ch- talk about where it comes from, we can. Does that have to be a, pa- a stop on the path, though, to, to changing some things? I don't know. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. But it's like, maybe I care a little. I shouldn't say I don't care. But it's like, um, I, I kind of go at, you are where you are. Let's start doing the work. And if there's any past stuff that needs to get addressed or redressed, it'll come up and we'll do it then. But, to, I mean, to, to spend all the time talking about, where did this come from anyway? I don't necessarily... I don't want to spend all my time there. Well, you know what I mean? I, I you know what, what, I mean? what you mean. I also think I kind of don't feel like I need to do that investigation because I feel like I have a, I feel like I have a sense know. of where yeah. it comes from. <laughs> I think a lot of people already sort of know. Well, I think, I think it's the same probably for most people, right? Like we get into that habit. Like we're regulating ourselves because we don't want to be thrown out of the pack. Right. Right? Like right. – like we internalize all these lessons, not all of them are good lessons, but they're the things we internalize yeah. because we are trying to keep ourselves safe. And we, if you're alive today, you are very good at keeping yourself safe. You are. You are. And I think most people, I think the answer is most. Um, if asked this question, ultimately at the end of the day would come down on, look, our parents did the best they could with who they were and what they had. It's like ultimately everything kind of springs from, comes it comes out of that well, you know, of, well, yeah. our parents did the best they could with what they had and who they were and whatever resources they had. Um, but it's all, it's all good. It's all good. But I, I mean, I just talked to my, my biology class about this yesterday. It's like, you have made it this long without ever having bio 101 in your life. And you've survived this long without this? Oh, my God. How are you doing? And they're like, fine. And I'm like, exactly. You're doing <laughs> fine. So it's like, let's not make this more than it is. You know? It's like, you've, you, you'll be perfectly fine without this class. Yeah. But maybe you'll learn something and you'll find it interesting and you'll have a new way of interacting with the world because maybe it'll change you a little bit. I don't know. But we'll yeah. see. But let's not go into this with these expectations of what anything really you know let the class be what it is right well i think about this all the time like sometimes i'll talk to educators who think like they have to be changing lives or yeah right doesn't matter right and i think talk about a lot of expectation yeah right like i am not looking to like Sorry, students. I am not looking to change your lives because there's nothing wrong with you already. Yeah. Right? right. Like that that mindset is just, it's so much pressure for everyone. Um, but am I all in for my teaching? Absolutely. Totally. Like I totally. want to be fully present in it. I want to create rich experiences. I want to feel fully engaged. But like, and I learned this from my mentor, like, I don't like having rigid expectations for what my students are going to get out of my class. No, no, no. Who am I to say what they're going to learn? Yeah, you just met them. What do you know about them? What do you know about your students? Right. And I think that's the other side to like, you know, like you were saying, our parents did the best they could. You can't control to, to a full extent what happens within another person. One of the most freeing things in sort of me growing up and processing my own childhood is realizing there are things that happened in my house that weren't ideal. 
But there are also a lot of stories that I started telling myself because I'm kind of a creative person. Yeah. And, yeah. and so some of those stories were really helpful. Some of them weren't. Right. 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 And so it's not all just the other people. Some of it's just like, mm, the call is coming from inside the house. Right. Right. And I think one of the biggest shifts that that happened within me that that changed my outlook on most things. I think I'm, I'm being too vague. All to, the things. Too, too too I'm being too vague to be useful to anyone here. Um, I say that kindly by be myself specific. because I'm, I'm really being true there. I am being too vague to be useful. Um, a, a profound thing that I discovered, mm-hmm. you know, and the Dalai Lama said this. No, no thanks to the Dalai Lama at the time because I only heard it after I already figured this out. <laughs> so I would have appreciated Mr. Lama if you would have said that about 30 years earlier. That would have been helpful. Sent you a memo. Yeah, you know, if you would have like, I don't know, sent out like a, a missive or something like that about that. Or maybe you did and I just wasn't reading it at the time. Beats me. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't blame the Dalai Lama for this, I think. Um, uh, the responsibility for happiness is on your own shoulders. Mm-hmm. No one else's. And no one else's. Yeah. It's like other people don't make you feel things. That has been, I think, one of the most like life-changing That's realizations. A That's a right? biggie, isn't it? Yeah, if you're starting a, like, if I'm, I'll leave it to be about me, if I'm starting a sentence with, she made me feel, I am about to lie. Yeah, you've completely disempowered yourself. Right. Um, and so, like, figuring out how to get away from, and this is a big part of nonviolent communication right. frameworks, too, right? Taking personal responsibility for your own needs and feelings. Yeah, exactly. Like, I can say, when you did this, I was feeling. That's true. You were doing a thing. I observed a feeling. That can happen, right? Like, when you slammed the door, I felt afraid. Yep. But I did not feel afraid because you slammed the door. The two, they're separate. Yeah. Yeah. The two independent like things. Yeah. I struggle with loud noises. And I also observe that you made a loud noise. Yeah. And I mean, people can observe the same event and come to very different conclusions, you know? Yeah. And by the way, Paul is not a habitual door slammer. I'm not a door I'm slammer. Not. No, I'm not. Um, this is not, this is not a real example. <laughs> that stresses me out. Just thinking about a door slamming stresses me out. Yeah. Um, I startle easily, I think. I do too. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting. Um, but yeah, once once one realizes the full terror of taking responsibility for one's own feelings, I mean, that's that's a lot. That's a lot. Um, yeah. But it, it's akin to. Uh, I mean, it's Promethean. Mm-hmm. It's Promethean. You know, it's taking fire from the gods and it's and placing it within yourself, and it, it's taking your power back. Yeah, and it's like. How do I take my power back? It's like take responsibility for your own mm-hmm. feelings and and what's arising within you. It, you know, other by saying this person made me do this, it's like you're giving your power away. Yeah, yeah. You know, your your mindset gives your power away, and that that false belief give, is, is giving your power away to other people yeah. who now have control over you and your feelings. Right. Like take your power back, and it's like it might not be pleasant when people say shitty things to you, and it might not be fun, and you might not want it to happen. But they're not making you feel something. Right. And one of the ways that I think we can know that this is actually a true thing is to notice the fact that events that really get under your skin 
they could happen at a different time and have no impact yeah, on you. Right. Like when that is true, you know it's not the event. You know it's like the kinds of conversations, like sometimes I can get into, you know, tricky places with my teaching, right? Like I get an email and I want to respond to students in a way that's snarky. Is that about the student? No. no it's no. usually about the fact that I'm hungry. Yeah. Like right. it's really best if we keep our sherry fed. Yeah, right. <laughs> Right, right, right. Um, it's and that 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 activity or that that mindset of taking responsibility for your own feelings requires an inventory of resources if you're going to mm-hmm. do that because it's like it's not easy work because um, then you have to say, well, all of this, all of these things that I feel that I don't like, they're coming from inside of me. It's like, well, yes, they are. And so, what do you want to do? What do you want to do about it? And so, how do you? What resources do you have? you know, mm-hmm. to ground yourself as you do this, what can you do to, you know, become more mindful and present with what it is you're really feeling mm-hmm. and what's going on there and how do you unwind that? How do you take breaks from it? How do you come back to it? How do you titrate that? You know, right, there's right. a whole skill set. Whole skill set. Um, about, it, about that. Would you say it's different person to person? The skill set? Oh, absolutely. What, yeah, like so. Or the, the, the resources? Yeah, like what does grounding look like for you? Uh... A couple of ways, a couple of things. I mean, the biggies that people already know, the desert and the beach, but I don't always have a desert and a beach at my disposal. (laughs) Um, uh, Movement. Mm -hmm. Movement is big. You know, I think, and this is just not me thinking, you know what, this is big, I'm going to move now. Um, All the times when something really big has been going through, um, that's that's been a little challenging. You know, I've turned to to walking. Mm -hmm. Um, Not to get me out of it, but moving the body, we were just talking about this earlier, like moving, moving, walking at the rate that resonates with the, the velocity of the emotion that's going through. Right. It, it, it does, I don't know what it does, but it does things that are productive for me. It's mm-hmm. like, it, I don't know how to even describe it. It, it. it doesn't help things settle, but it, it provides movement that lets things move through mm-hmm. instead of getting stuck. Maybe, you know. Yeah. That makes sense to me. It makes sense to how I observe you in the world, too. Like, I can tell if we are in some situation where we are, like, where movement isn't possible. Like, you're not going to go for a walk, right? Right. Like, your knee takes on a life of its own. Yeah, it does. It does. (laughs) It does. oh, Paul is grounding. Paul is grounding. I think a lot of people do that without even thinking about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, walking is good for me. Um, I have a couple of habits that I don't love. Hmm. Uh, the refrigerator is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, is, you know, a can of Pringles, you know, but I mean, that gets into, you know, th- there are, there are resources that are, are, are helpful for us that are available to us at, at most times, if not all, there are others that are acts of compassion and they come with a little bit of some side effects to them. Mm-hmm. Booze, drugs, food, you know. Yep. You know, use versus misuse. Um, yeah. I, I love that that can of Pringles represents self-compassion for me. What else might we do instead of, you know, bogarting the entire can of Pringles? <laughs> but if you do, that's okay. Yeah. What else What else is available as a, as a way to, to do something, you know? Well, and that's, I mean, I think that's where 
when we talk about resourcing, we think about what are your resources, not well. I require the beach and a can of Pringles. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go resource at the Taco Bell. You know, <laughs> <laughs> right? It's a, yeah. it's a, it's a tricky conversation, though. I mean, people's relationship with food is complicated. It is, you know, is. and so that, that's this is its own. You know, I don't even, I can't even pretend to say that this is a flippant conversation about food or anything like that. That's a lifetime's work on its own. So yeah. it's like, but. You know, for a lot of people, food is a, a safety resource, and it had been for me for many, many years. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just kind of reconciling this now mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. And it only took me 50 years. Right. Seafood's not that complicated. It only took 50 years. 50 years. Uh, record yeah. time. But food's complicated. It is. And people can feel a lot of things when they're when they're eating, for yeah. whatever reason it might be. And you so th- there are others, though, you know, walking and mm-hmm. You know, feeling my, you know, body, body grounding and orienting, feet on the ground. I'm facing what direction? What's the temperature in the room? What sounds are in my environment around me? Just because, you know, reminding myself to be physically present in the place that I'm in is always a good thing to take a break. Yeah. Getting up and getting a drink of damn water. Mm-hmm. One of the, I mean, this Perfect. is. This mm-hmm. is one of the reasons I often, if I'm sitting in a place, I often don't have shoes on. Yeah. Um, right. Because being able to feel my my toes on the ground helps me a lot. Yeah, right. Walk barefoot um, outside. Yeah, like I I really don't like having shoes on most of the time. And mm-hmm. if I'm anxious, I like it even less. Yeah. Um, right. So, right. and like part of it for me, like I think yoga really mm. helped me figure that out. Mm-hmm. Like I, I want to have all five of my toes <laughs> firmly, firmly on the on ground. The um, yeah, and I'll do a check down of like, oh, Pinky toe, you there? Five on each foot? Yeah. Five on each foot. Ooh, yeah. Wow. I have well, the customary well, well. amount. I think a lot of people engage in compassion, self-compassion-based resource activities without even knowing that that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole yeah. other conversation, though. It is. It is. I mean, that's there. Yeah, there's vastness to that. And it's, I think for me, a lot of resourcing, you develop resources, you develop ones that aren't necessarily the most kind and compassionate, maybe even healthy. Yeah, and then right. realizing what those are, realizing what they do, um, and then finding other ones. Yeah, it's like once you realize these things you do are self-compassion, it's like, well, if I know that they're self-compassion, what other ways can I find self-compassion that can achieve that without the without the downsides? Yep. Without the downsides. Yeah. And shame. Shame that might come come, come out of them as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So finding the ones that bring freedom and joy and not. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Cool stuff. All in on that. All in. Yet no expectations. No expectations. Because sometimes you're going to find yourself, you know, in different places. Freedom is blissful. Freedom is blissful. I think there's ease in a lack of expectations. Yeah. That's what I'm finding. It's easier to follow one's heart with what one really wants to do without being burned with expectation. Yeah. You know, it's like if, if you don't, if there are no expectations and you're doing it anyway, you must be digging it. Yeah. You must be digging it pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, it, I think freedom really is the right word. Like I've been noticing more flexibility in myself mm. and I think that comes with like being like, well expectations 
you know. I see you smiling. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a hard one. Yeah. Well, it's hard one in everybody. Yeah. It's hard one in everyone. Yeah. But I, I know that me living in a world where I clung to expectations as as a coping strategy as safety right right? like i have made um like i used to just be like i'm just a person who needs certainty i'm just a person who needs blah 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 and i clung to that and i couldn't see that there is no certainty there is no (laughs) there is no safety um (laughs) you know oops there's never been a net by the way you know the net isn't there um so, so what are you going to do? You know, um, I don't know. Like there, I feel like I'm out living past the ropes, right? Yeah. And s- surprisingly, I'm about to mix like three metaphors. That's in. cool. I can't, no, I can't let myself do it. I have expectations. Uh. <laughs> but it's just like this thing that like, I thought the scariest thing I could do was let go of expectations. Mm. And it turns out the scariest thing to do is to keep clinging because once you get so tired and you think like it's your clinging that's the only thing that's keeping you safe, that's that's such an exhausting way yeah, to live Yeah, it's like life. it's so exhausting. Yeah. Um, so when you let go and you realize you can enjoy the free fall, that's freedom. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Yeah, and when you let go and realize that you float. Yeah. You know, it's like, you. of course I don't need a net. I was never going to fall. Yeah. You know, that's something. Yeah, it is. And so when, when, when something positive comes out of that, you know, and you start living that way and then something positive comes out of it, holy crap, uh-huh. that's awesome. Whoa, no expectations. That's awesome. I'm totally in on this with no expectations. Yeah. That's awesome. (laughs) And you just get to live every day like that. And it's like, woo, you know? Well, yeah. And I think you get to discover more, more delight of like, huh, who would have thought? Yeah. It's childlike. It's childlike joy. It is. It's childlike joy. Like, isn't that something? Huh. Okay. It's beginner mind, beginner's mind. Yeah. You know, that you start hitting up against with it. It's like, huh, that is unbelievable. Yeah. What an unbelievable life. Indeed. Who'd have thunk? <sighs> 100 episodes. 100 episodes. Mercy. Did this one meet your expectations? It, it it met my intentions. Good. Yeah, and I think it did both, though. Yeah. Yeah, I think it did both. Yeah. I was trying to be coy, but it's like, yeah, I think it's still yes, though. Yeah, yeah, no. I think it's still yes. Cool. I think we'll do another did one. It your, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, did it meet okay. yours? Did it meet yours? It did. <laughs> did another one another 100 or another yeah both eh, we'll see we'll see what happens probably probably next week we'll do this we'll, again we'll probably do 101 sounds good pretty confident i feel pretty good about we'll that see. too awesome cool <gasps> boom um so we're making you're making a cool thing for the patreon subscribers Yes. So those are going to go out in the mail pretty soon, huh? They are. So now we are setting expectations. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're setting intentions. We intend. To send to the, <laughs> we intend to to the Patreon um, folks. Yeah, cool thing. Yeah, that you whipped because up. a handmade sherry special. 
Yes, indeed. Um, yeah, so for our dear patrons to help us mark 100, yeah. keep an eye on your mailbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you'd like to support the show, click in the links, mm-hmm. right? Click on the show notes or wherever you find stuff that shows you where our stuff is, social media. What am I even saying? Uh-huh. There's a Patreon link in the show notes. Check it's it there. out. Right? Yep. Well, <laughs> we yeah. love your support. We and I was going to say, like, if you are not a patron and you would like a special thing in your mailbox and you're yeah. hearing this, if you subscribe. Yeah, you'll get one. You will. It's not too late. It's not too late. Not too late. Um, be all in. Be all in. And uh, all the support we have received from our patrons and listeners to this point. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Helps us keep doing what we do. Super appreciate it. Uh, The audio is better because of your support. (laughs) I'm not sure if the topics are any better, but the audio sure is better. Yes. You can hear us talk about whatever we talk about with better audio. Um, All kinds of good stuff we get right from the patrons, though. So uh, we love your support with all of that. And uh, I hope you dig it, and I hope you keep digging it. Yes. And uh, we're all in. All in. Cool. Cool. Thanks, Sherry. Thanks, Paul. Take care, everybody. Bye. Bye. This podcast is produced by Sherry Spiegel, Paul Fitzgerald, and This Most Unbelievable Life. For more information, please check us out at www.thismostunbelievablelife.com. Paul and Sherry have a podcast. Paul and Sherry podcast, yes. Yes.